Alright, alright, good morning. Welcome to 22. Not have it always be good morning because by the time people listen to this, maybe it's not the morning. I don't know. Random amateur podcasting thoughts for a Friday morning. It is Friday. Today is the 25th, I think. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, let's go, baby. It's Friday morning. Weekend's here. It's fucking warming up a little bit. And we are ready to roll. And have a great goddamn Friday. Have a great fucking weekend. We're a week away from the Super Bowl. So uh, reintroduce yourself to your families this week, this weekend. They might remember you from uh, last August. I'm not sure. But I'm sure you can drag the memory a little bit. Uh, they'll be stuck with you for, you know, the rest of the winter. Once the Super Bowl comes and goes, the Patriots hoist another trophy. Early prediction is in, man. I don't. I just don't see how they're going to lose. That's it. But we'll get into that next week at some point. We have plenty of time. I'm, you know, the media machine's doing their thing. Plenty of Super Bowl talk already. We've seen the highlights from Championship Weekend. Julian Edelman screaming at, screaming at Brady. You're too fucking old. Uh, but he's timeless, really. I mean, the guy just keeps on winning. So, we'll see. Those upstart Rams. Those wily dynasty Patriots. One week away. Uh, let's see. The 22 had an interesting week. We'll get, let's talk a little bit about the 22. We've got, had a little interesting week. Um, supposed to release a new Sopranos episode yesterday. I did not. I want to talk about the second episode of the Sopranos um, series. Didn't get into it. I mean, I, just, I, I started taping it yesterday, uh, Wednesday night. Didn't like it. All right, so I had to do something. I can't do this. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. The whole format. I don't think the li- I don't think the first episode was that good. I, I kind of want to not mess with the format too much, but I want to. My help. My strategy has to change a little bit because it's really. I don't think it's that interesting or that. I don't know if I would listen to it. You know what I mean? So that's not good enough. That's not good enough. It's, you have to do something that you would actually listen to, right? So I, I went Thursday morning and I taped the first segment again. It didn't go exactly as I planned. And I said, okay, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do it from the car anymore. I'm gonna tape this from home. That's too much information. The material is too good to just kind of do. With like 80% memory on the road. I just can't do it. Um, I could try and it'll be decent, but especially when it goes that long, 40 minutes or so, it's, at some points I feel like it's just me rambling, and that's not good. Who wants to listen to that, right? The 22 is about me, is me rambling. That's the whole idea of the 22. Right? I always I said that it's, you know, sports talk, the advent of sports talk radio was two guys talking at a bar. This is one guy, you know, talking to himself in his car. Didn't, I did not mean that to rhyme. It just happened to rhyme. But uh, that's, you know, that's the essence of the 22. That's not for the Sopranos. That's not for the Untouchables. The Untouchables has to be a little more polished. has to be a little... has to, has to be... The preparation, I think, was good, but the execution, no good. 
So I'm ready to do it. It's just I need the right setting and um, kind of the right lineup in front of me to, to bang it out the proper way. So it's not. So it's tight and it's not. It's not meant to be a companion to the Sopranos. It's just supposed to be kind of a couple friend or just one. I mean, it's one-sided conversation, but it's just a, a friend of yours that's going over a little bit about it, going over their favorite parts about it, hitting on a couple. Nobody really talks about the food aspects of Sopranos. Like, I'm going to talk about that a little more than most people do. Um, I like the influences on it, you know, that it... Not the influence. The influences that growing up as an Italian-American has in the show. There's a lot of interesting things on there that aren't just, like, mob-related, which we'll, of course, touch on. Obviously a big part of the show. But it's, you know, it's a little more than that. So we're going to... I'm still in the midst of reworking The Untouchables for The Sopranos. I I was, like, blown away by how many people listened to, to the last Untouchables episode. It was... I'm guessing most people put it on for two minutes and shut it off. All right? It's my guess. I could be wrong. But uh, that's not... I can't do that again. I need to do something a little bit better next time. So let's... We're going to rework it. I'm going to come back strong with 22. Presents the Untouchables. I'm not sure. I don't have a time. I want to do it every Thursday, but I'm not sure for this one. I'm not exactly sure how we will go about it or when it's going to be released. So once I worked it out on my end, it'll be out, in the, it'll be out ready for consumption. And uh, we'll start up this Untouchables machine once again. Uh, but it's exciting for me. I like it. I like it. It's kind of expanding the universe of the 22. It's small right now. I mean, there's not... Obviously, I don't have a bunch of listeners. But, you know, the more I, I'm able to create and invite more people, you know, I get more stuff, more content to invite more people that a different group of people might be interested in, uh, the, the better. So, there we go. There's a little business planning. There you go. That's the little 22 business meeting. Friday morning. Now, have a great weekend, everybody. <laughs> lunch is on. Lunch is on the house. All right. So a couple things happened yesterday. Uh, there was Jeff Bridges released a video of him walking around in his sweater and his slippers. He's been basically been walking around as the dude since the Lebowski, since Lebowski hit it big. He is, he is. He's probably he's probably as close to the actual person, the actual characters any actor's ever been to any character in real life. Right outside of let's see, it's probably somebody I'm missing. But he, I mean, he's embodied. He's like this cool guy. He just gave an acceptance speech to some award a couple weeks ago where he just rambled on. You know, we're 90% sure he was probably, he'd probably taken the edible at some point during the night. All right, he, you know, he is as close to the dude as, I mean, It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. So we see he releases a video yesterday. It's basically just him walks across. You see him in the slippers. The camera pans up. He's walking across the screen. Puts his glasses down. Does a little Lebowski. <laughs> and uh, 
then flashes a date uh, February 3rd 2019 now what's it mean I don't know if it, look for me if it's just that if it's just that two seconds or 15 second ad and two seconds of his face kind of giving you that <laughs> I'm happy I'm it's good I'm good I'm good I don't need any more Lebowski in my life. I don't need it. I'm not asking for it. The big Lebowski's perfect. He's a perfect character. All those guys within the parts they had in that movie between Goodman and uh, Buscemi and The Stranger and uh, Totoro. I mean, they're all... And Maud. Sorry, I'm flipping between real names and character names. Uh, Jackie Treehorn. I mean, they all live in this world that's just perfect. If people are well, they are asking for a sequel now, it looks like. People are, are jumping between if it's a sequel for Lebowski 2 or if it's going to be an ad for, you know, State Farm or something. I, if it's an ad, it doesn't... I mean, that's fine. I don't really care. The 30-second, 60-second ad of Lebowski, that's fine. Alright, give us a little nostalgia and sell your insurance. I don't, doesn't bother me one bit. Alright, as close as he is to Lebowski, he's a working man. He's got a family to feed. Or he's, he's going to eat himself, I don't know. So he might be the Lebowski, but he's still, he's still, he works more than Lebowski. If it's Lebowski 2, that's a little more problematic for me. Lebowski isn't really built for a for a sequel. I mean, Donnie dies. The kind of life just goes on. It's just it's this mystery. I mean, the Coen's always kind of poised it as this poised it. They always talked about it as this like mystery noir, like L.A. noir type film, through the lens of of this slacker stoner and his bowling cronies. But there's not really, there's not more to, you know, what else could happen? You just assume that Lebowski goes on, him and Walter are going to bowl, they're going to argue, but there's nothing else that's really interesting is going to happen in their life. I don't really want to see if Maud has a kid. I don't want to see Lebowski as a father. I don't want to see him through the lens of post-9-11, post-Trump type of world, I don't want to see that, you know, even though he existed in that post-Gulf War, George Bush the first, that was his original domain, I don't really care to see if he's influenced at all by today's world, I don't want to see it, in my mind, he's doing the same thing, he's drinking a Miller High Life, or he's drinking a, a White Russian, smoking a joint, driving a shitty old car, bowling and doing God knows what. And I don't need any more. Life goes on for Lebowski and she's going for the rest of us. Let the character just go. Let the character be at peace. You're going to be disappointed he comes back in the sequel. So whatever. Come back. Sell Nikes. Sell sweaters. You know, I don't give a shit. 
sell Doritos. I don't know what he's going to sell. But I'd rather, I think I'd rather that than Big Lebowski too. Yeah. Would I see it? In a heartbeat, I'd see it. It's just something... I don't know, Lebowski's like one of my top six or seven favorite movies, probably. Just saw it at the right time in my life. Where it kind of sticks with you. Rewatched it a million times. What happens with movies, you know? You just Sometimes... If you don't see a movie at the right point in your life, it's not going to be any good to you. You're going to be... Like if you saw... I don't know. I can't imagine seeing Caddyshack for the first time when you're 50. Okay, and you have these goofball caddies and these goofball um, characters. The oldest guy in the show is like the biggest asshole... You know, schmales. I don't know. I mean, can I can't imagine watching anything at fifty right now. But you know, it's not gonna it's not gonna resonate with you the same way it resonates with a fourteen year old kid scene. So, like I, I like I like Fletch the movie Fletch, but I saw it when I was in my late twenties or early thirties maybe, and like I really liked it, but it's not the quotable movie that people who stand by, stand behind it uh, say it is. Which I'm sure, like, if you see Lebowski and you're too old, you're the wrong age for it, or maybe it maybe maybe just doesn't resonate for you at, at that point in your life, it doesn't stick. It doesn't, it doesn't stick. I mean, Lebowski is, is endlessly quotable. You can have conversations that are just Lebowski quotes with the right company. You can put a Lebowski quote behind anything in your life. It's just any instance in your life. You could, you know, it could be anything. Even if it's just a dude who buys. Or if it's just like... If you're going too long, it's not that whole brevity thing. It could be, uh, the bummers will always lose. I mean, there's just a million... I can't, I'm not going to say three quotes is enough. Uh, so, I don't know. That's my thoughts on the Lebowski thing. Hope it's just an ad. 60 seconds. Give us some nostalgia on Super Bowl Sunday. We're going to be a few beers deep. We're going to have wings all over our faces. We're going to be fucking messes. Maybe a little drunk. Maybe a little baked. Throw Lebowski out there. Trot him across the screen. Get a little reaction. And uh, back to the football game. All right? And that's it. That was the trailer. It's the trailer's going to take over the game. <laughs> it's going to be madness if it's a trailer for Lebowski 2. All right, a couple, uh, speaking of the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, CBS refused the company, uh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Acrige Cannabis, offered $5 million or $6 million. What this guy's doing? Um, I think it was $5 million they offered to, fill, to uh, add a medical marijuana or a air a medical marijuana ad during the Super Bowl. Now, I, the ad is like any other ad for medicine that you've ever seen. Minus, minus the uncomfortable side effects. Alright? I mean, they have, no, they have no problem putting Propecia up there. 
or uh, that's the crazy part. It's medical marijuana, but they'll put Viagra. I want to see what other drugs. There's plenty of alcohol. I think Chris Long had shouted that out immediately. You know, they're, they're going to put up these weird ads that have side effects that include <laughs> heart, heart, you know, heart attack, cancer, um, impotence. Like all this, they run through these crazy things. Two people in a tub, but it's an ad for erection pills. Like it's fucking weird. All right, you ain't got all this shit. And then it's just it, this ad was a, a boy that stopped his seizures. This veteran who was in extreme pain all the time, who lost a leg. And um, what was the third one? What, oh, it was an was an opioid addict, and how medical marijuana has made their lives livable again, and they will not air it. It's fucking insane to me. It's 2019 and CBS, CBS still thinks they have to sell to people who watch I Love Lucy. It's fucking crazy, man. It's medical marijuana. It's legal. And it's it's a call to action. It is. I mean, they want they want people to call their U.S. representatives or whatever it might be to legalize it at a medical level. Meanwhile, here in Connecticut, on 91 North, there was a billboard. That said, I forget exactly what it said, but it basically was saying weeds for sale in 60 miles. Which, if you head for the border, Massachusetts, there are recreational marijuana stores that are now open for business. And I, I love how the police... Ah, oh, fuck. I'm here at the train station. But I love how the police, like, not showboat, but uh, grandstand about it. Oh, you can't go over there and bring it back here. All right. I mean, they can't do anything about it. They can't... They can't track cars. They can't watch people leaving with Connecticut plates. That's illegal. They can't do that. Um, uh, but it's... The up, not uproar. Oh, shit, I gotta fucking go catch this train. I'll be back tonight. I'm not sure I'm gonna do tonight. No football picks, obviously. Um, maybe I'm gonna do a little bit uh, radio roulette. It's been a while. Um, maybe we'll talk a little more of this medical marijuana stuff or recreational marijuana stuff. All right, so don't get too high during the workday today. Have a great fucking day. Otherwise, don't take any shit from anybody, and I'll talk to you very soon on the 22.